Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 97 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah. Um, oh. And yeah, the, I don't this week was neither like I feel like in most weeks are either there's no news or there's a lot of it. This one was somewhere in between, like some of the stuff that happened was pretty big, I think. But uh, I, I would say all but like maybe the top two. I think the other four are pretty big. I yeah, don't know I if they're so. like. I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about each one in too much length, but I do think yeah. they're worthy of talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, the first one I put on here because mm-hmm. it is a meme and it, the meme is kept alive. So Shin Megami Tensei three Nocturne mm-hmm. originally uh, is obviously the third Shin Megami Tensei game. Um, okay. But it had a, like a circle on the cover that said featuring Dante from devil may cry because you could fuse him as a demon in the game. Right. And that became a meme where like whenever people would Photoshop fake box art, they would add like, and knuckles and the <laughs> thing from Dante from devil may cry. There's like a hundred of them now. Right. Uh, but originally people were like, Oh man, Capcom, obviously would have to relicense that so it's never going to happen but they announced that it is like a five dollar dlc pack that you can add dante from devil may cry to your shin megami tensei remaster experience so i just thought that one was funny and dumb this is the dante from from devil may cry 2 isn't it uh i don't recall what exactly which one it is he looks fairly similar in one and two so, but yeah, it was probably around the time of two, at least. Because I think Shimigami Tensei 3 released the same year as Devil May Cry 2. Yeah, they would have been around the same time. So, so uh, I, I, that's probably why Dante was in, in it in the first place. Yeah, they also, they were adding him to everything because they added him to the PS2 version of Beautiful Joe as well mm. as a playable character. So that, that was weird. I've never played the PS2 version because it came out on GameCube way before. Right, so why would you then uh, yeah. play it way later? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. And then the second one confirmed that uh, Xbox is going to have another next-gen console. It didn't Xbox it, Series though. S. No, it did. Because like Xbox has been saying all along that there's... They've been saying like consoles... Well, still, but like they, no one knew what it was or oh, right, right. what it now was we, called. We now, now know it's the Series S, which is what's been rumored forever. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, this is not that exciting. The big thing is, do you think this is going to be just the streaming, or do you no? Think it, so it seems you think like it's going to be digital only. And it'll essentially just be a Game Pass machine. So I don't know about that, but it was at least mostly confirmed that it will have less RAM than the Series X will. And it will still have like the same GPU power. So it'll be fairly similar, just maybe not able to run stuff quite as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know. I would assume that it's digital only, but I can't say for sure. The the, Because like the rumor has been that they were going to do this and it was going to be just cloud streaming. Yeah, which that one I don't know about. I would expect it to be digital, but I mean, it depends if they're, you know, if the S stands for streaming, you know, I don't know. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Who knows? Because I hear S and I think slim. Oh, that makes sense, too. It it is supposed to be announced in August at the end. of Well, it is August, the end of Mm -hmm. August at some point. So, yeah, we'll have to look out for that. But. Yeah, that seemed known for a while, but that confirmed it. And people corroborated that that is actually real controller packaging. Right. I was more concerned with the color name of Robot White. 
What the hell is that? What is, is that a color? I, you know, Manny, you just haven't been around enough robots. I guess that's true. I was looking at it, I was like, robot white. The color <laughs> names are fucking weird. I don't I don't know, man. Yeah. Just looks like regular ass white to me, but what am I? Who am I? <sighs> Colors confuse me. <laughs> we'll just say that. Yeah. Um Halo's getting delayed until next year. So <laughs> I guess I, uh oh, there goes uh Microsoft's tent pool game for the the fall which that's fucking crazy i don't know how i don't know man i I, in the grand scheme of things do you think this changes much no i don't but i just think that that's like a wild delay because that was like their big thing that they were gonna have (sighs) see i remember months ago i think it was phil spencer was saying like we are set to release the series x this year Software yeah. might get delayed, but the the console will get released this year. Yeah. And so, like, I, and I, it's understandable. I mean, it's during a pandemic. and It is, and they said that in their statement. But the right. thing that I don't get is, like, they would have known that when they showed ago. it. The question is, do you think this is in response to all the negativity? And see, like, that's where, yeah, then it's kind of weird because, like, they were pretty adamant that it was coming out this year and then they right. showed it and there was a lot of negativity about it. And, like, maybe they didn't explain it well enough or sell it well enough. I, I don't know. And, yeah, I, so I wonder if it's part of the negativity or if it is just COVID happened and they thought they would be able to pull it together at the last minute and that's not really happening or what. Yeah, and I mean, it's only getting delayed to 2021, which... I mean, like when it's getting released in November 2021, it could be available by February. And you're like, oh, like it's a three month delay. If this was in March, set to release in March, and then they kind of like The Last of Us got delayed like a few months. I mean, like it, Mm -hmm. it, I don't think it would be as big of a deal, but because like it's a brand new calendar year, I think it just makes it sound so much worse. Yeah. Well, I, the thing that makes it seem so much worse in general is just because like, it is a console launch and that is a big Microsoft franchise that was supposed to be there. And now I I don't know. Yeah. Cause now what are they going to even have? Yeah. Cause at least Sony's going to have that Spider-Man game. Yeah. Sony will at least launch with the Spider-Man game. I mean, they'll Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, cyberpunk, but like those are third party. Like I'm, I'm talking like first party, like what is Microsoft going to have? Yeah. Oh man, did you? So this isn't really a news thing, but did you see the control thing? They're selling the definitive edition. Yes, for forty bucks, and then that's the only one that will get Xbox Series X and PS Five support. Yes, I did. That's so stupid, but whatever. Uh, do you think that's a five hundred five thing? Yeah, that's probably five hundred five. Wanted to get that sweet sweet cash, right? Because I don't, but, I don't know how well Control sold. No, yeah, I don't know how well Control sold either, but that one just, like, I don't know. I feel like because of how weirdly that game ran on consoles already, like, you would want to put your best foot forward in that scenario, but, you know, it's weird. Although, I mean, like, $40 for all, like, for everything is not terrible. No, yeah, and, like, I would pay $30 for the season pass, right? right? So, like... It's like I'm paying $10, but then I would also have to play the whole game again unless I can use my old save. Which I 
doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. So like that kind of sucks because like that would almost make me buy it again. If it's like, oh, well, I can just treat it as I bought the season pass mm-hmm. and now I can play it on the PS5 where it'll be better and just play the DLC like I would probably do that. Right. Because then it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like a $10 added value or whatever for the extra shit. But I mean, it's a $10 value so that you can play it on the new console and like yeah. the newer consoles, which, yeah, that wouldn't be terrible. But... Yeah. So like I would gladly accept that. But it's mm. just one of those things where I I guess I will have to wait to see if it can use the saves from the original game because I don't know. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. I also wonder because they'll probably release it on discs again. I wonder if they will try to like further optimize it. Still, like, I wonder if they're, they'll put out another patch that like affects how the gameplay is and stuff. On but they would release that on both, not just they like, would the have to. Version. Yeah, but that I mean that would be really shitty if they're like, be hey, really up. the new version runs so much better. <laughs> I mean, companies have done stuff like that before, so I, but I, that's that would be extra shitty. Yes, it would be. Um, oh no, yeah, oh no, he's been at Capcom for thirty years. He was usually the community manager of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I think the past two years, he has not been. He was doing some other type of role, and he never really said or did a lot other than come out at Capcom Cup and spout his nonsense and yell sure you can. Uh, yeah uh and so he wrote a letter saying like oh yeah i'm leaving capcom whatever after 30 years and he had everybody count down to a last shuriken and that's he's gone now or soon i can't i think it's at the end of august is yeah i think it is end date or something but i don't know that's sad i like the when is he gonna come to every future evo and capcom cup and say shuriken or what are we gonna why even watch now um, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. Or what if he gets his own? What do you think he's going to do after this? I Yeah, that's what I don't know. I would assume he'll move to some other Japanese developer, but, you know, I don't really know. If he goes to work on Tekken, he could still do the Shoryuken. That is true. That is true. I Yeah, like, I don't know <coughs> what he would really do to be honest with you because he's like pretty old and yeah i mean he could just probably retire yeah most likely but i don't know what he, i don't know what he's doing he's not gonna have to carry around that little blanca figurine no now he everywhere. now he gets to now he gets to do it he doesn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> that's true now he'll just carry it <laughs> of his own free will <laughs> uh he's a strange dude man oh, but I, yeah, yeah. he definitely means well and so like it's so wholesome every time he gets out on stage and you're like oh why did they let you do this my guy but uh, but you're trying so hard and like you're passionate about the game even though people are shitty about it most of the time like it it's fun uh the problem is the more he gets excited the more the harder it becomes to understand him yeah and a lot of times he gets more and more excited when he's talking mm-hmm. and then it just yeah it falls apart um i'm sure he's fine in japanese Oh, yeah, I think that he is like pretty good at speaking English, too. It's just his with the combination of his accent and his speed at which he talks. It gets <laughs> yeah. it, it's really hard to decipher sometimes, but he's a, he's a fun, nice guy. So he, I yes, I hope he does well after leaving Capcom. I, and I mean this in the nicest way. I yeah. hope he just kind of retires. Yeah, just kind of settle down and just kind of enjoy life. You spent the last 30 years making fighting games. 
you know, enjoy the rest of your life, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Rocksteady, we finally know what they're working on, and it's Suicide Squad. What a weird way to announce that. I, it's just like they tweeted a picture of Superman with like a target on his head that said Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, all right. And I don't really, they had a date on it or something or like said when they were going to talk about it. Or It'll be during it. that like DC thing. Oh, okay. And I, because they're also going to be talking about announcing the Warner Brothers uh, Montreal game as well. Mm. and i dc's been weird lately like they're i think they're closing their streaming service yes they've pretty much laid everybody off yeah uh with the streaming service yeah that's rough yeah they're comic books they're not doing well during the pandemic no but uh specifically like that streaming service i didn't even know why it was existing in the first place because it was just like dc related shows and right the main one that people were excited about was Swamp Thing, and then like two episodes before they were finished filming, they canceled it. And then I don't know if it actually got put out or if someone leaked all the episodes or whatever, but they didn't like get to finish the story arc properly. It was what a clusterfuck, man. God, it's eight dollars. Yeah. Disney Plus is like seven right now, I think. So yeah, but Disney Plus has a lot more. Oh yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Is like that's a really niche streaming platform, whereas like m- almost any other one that you would go for would be more for your money. So it it's a very weird, strange thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, if you're really into like DC stuff, I I mean, I could see it, but like... I guess. But like, the, so the thing that was weird was there was only one thing that I would have got two things I would have gotten it for, and it would have been to watch Swamp Thing mm-hmm. and to watch the new season of Young Justice because they decided that because Cartoon Network canceled that they were like, well, fuck you, we're going to put it on our own streaming service. Right. And that show was awesome. Cartoon Network just canceled it because of toy sales, which that whole thing is a giant piece of shit as well. But uh. So like now I wonder if they will give when they cancel it, if they'll give that show to like Netflix because they already have the first two seasons. Like, I, I don't know. It's very weird because I still want to watch that. But like what happens when a streaming service goes under? Does What happens to that content? You know what I mean? I'm sure like they'll look to get it somewhere else. Because like, I mean, like a lot of like those animated like movies were on Netflix to begin with. I don't know if yeah. they kind of took them off to do this, but the weird thing is like Warner brothers has so much. Why wouldn't they just do like a Disney plus thing? Yeah, that I, d- I don't know. And then they then yeah, Warner brothers would be a huge platform to, cause yeah. then you could do the $8 a month and like, and then you could have all the DC stuff on there. That would make so much more sense. I mean, maybe that's what they're transitioning into. Uh, maybe because like then they could do like put Harry, all the Harry Potter movies on there. Like mm-hmm. all the all the DC movies, not just yeah. the animated stuff like the and DC. like Lord of the Rings and everything. Like people would be right. into that streaming service. Yeah. yeah, like that would just make a lot more sense than what they're than just like pretty much just like animated movies and TV shows. That just seems very strange. Yeah. And it seems like that live action teen Titan show that was exclusive to it also was terrible. So, Oh, cool. That's exciting. It looked terrible. I just remember the trailer where Robin says, fuck Batman. (laughs) That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. 
<laughs> Shit. Well, we we kind of got distracted there. Anyway, uh, what do you think of Suicide Squad as a game? I, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I don't know. Hopefully, it's good. I just got to see gameplay to find out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it what kind of game is it? If it's just Batman with some other the Suicide Squad characters, like, yeah, that could be cool. I think I have faith in Rocksteady making a cool game. So I just I just want to see what it looks like. I don't know if I do as much. Mm. Because, like, I'm not, and, like, I like their Arkham games, but, like, you think about it, like, Arkham, Arkham Asylum's amazing. Uh-huh. Arkham City's worse. Mm-hmm. And then Arkham Knight is even worse than that. That's true. They've made three games, and they've been getting progressively worse. Not, like, but the... not terrible, but, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think this is... For, I'll get it. I'm going to get the game. I'm just like saying like, <laughs> it's a little like prove me. Like, I don't think like this is, I wouldn't put them in like the same realm as like an insomniac personally, where I know some people do. Well, I'd, like I wouldn't either. I think that Rocksteady is a good developer, but I also think that like when you make three games in a row that are the same thing, basically like it's hard to like there, there was no way that any game after Arkham Asylum was going to be as good as Arkham Asylum was. Like, that's just what happens in a series like that sometimes. Well, I mean, like, you can expand it out. They decided, like, hey, open world, where I kind of liked, like, just kind of like the Metroidvania open mm-hmm. area of the Asylum. And I, I would have, like, they could have done something like that and then just kind of iterated a little bit. And I think it, I think I would have liked the second game a lot more. Yeah, and like I so like I expected Arkham Knight to be better than Arkham City. Arkham City because it was like, oh yes, now you iterate on this open world, but yes. then the way they iterated on it was with a car that no one liked. So uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. They like made the wrong decision in that one, I feel right. like, but yeah, who knows. I just think that like because the Suicide Squad has a bunch of different characters, it could mm-hmm. be cool to have like different play styles or something in it. I, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. I'm just worried that it's just going to be that exact game like it's gonna be the arkham games but with different characters and like that's fine and i'll play that but it's just that's not i I don't know i'm looking i hope it's something like unique and cool well you'll have to have it be a little different because like deadshot can't just be like batman (laughs) combat can he i mean i guess he could if you really wanted him to be i don't know that just seems like you're doing something wrong and yeah like is it is it gonna be like the same type of this isn't actually violence weirdness that goes on in Batman, or is it going to be like a rated M thing where it's like, ah, this is like gritty as fuck and whatever. Yeah. I mean, like that's a, that's interesting as well because like superhero games are, I mean, other than probably, probably that Deadpool game was rated M. I know it wasn't very good. And then they, they released a Wolverine game right around when that Wolverine movie came out. Uh, that one was still rated teen, I believe. And that okay. game was actually pretty good. Wolverine origins. As far as I'm aware, I thought it like had some like visceral stuff, but maybe it not. may I have, I think it. teen games can have blood and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I don't, you can't have Deadshot just like shooting a man in the head. I like, I don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I think you can. Cause like the, like uh uncharted, like is a rated T for teen. Oh, I guess it is. And they're probably right on the edge, but like, yeah, you can do it. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I don't really know the difference between like teen mature to be honest. Well, I would also guess cursing and weird sexual stuff has some bearing on that, but I would like, I, I just, I don't know. I can't see a suicide squad game being not like more intense than a Batman game in a weird way. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, even just like the concept of it, right? Like they're basically letting them be a killing squad. So I, yeah, I don't know. Is Suicide Squad the movie rated R? Uh, who knows? I would bet not. Now I'm just kind of curious. But I'm not sure where you not, find that. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume that it is not rated R, but that's just because I don't think that they they usually try to make those types of movies. Well, like I, the Harley Quinn movie that came out this year has got to be rated R, Birds of Prey. Mm. See, like I'm at the point where I don't even pay attention to that stuff, you know? Like yeah. I assume you're the same way, where I've had parents be like, should my kid watch this? It's like, I don't know. I wasn't really like paying attention to all like the <laughs> language and stuff, you know? Like I, they may have sworn a lot. I don't know. Yeah, Suicide Squad's PG thirteen. Was Birds of Prey rated R? Because like I felt like there was just yes, Birds of Prey was rated R. Okay. Because that had like what you'd call strong violence, and it was it. Oh my god, it was like probably Deadpool levels of violence, Manny. Hmm. Um, I was not expecting it to be as violent as it was. Yeah, so I, I just wonder what this game is, really. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously the teaser they put out doesn't give us any information at all, really. So maybe Superman's uh, in it to get killed. Uh, I because mean, well, people thought they were making a Superman game. Maybe that's them making fun of that. I, I think we'll, we'll find out about it next week, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just kind of give it a little more time. The bigger question is, do you think either this or the Warner brothers game will be released this year. Uh, God, I don't think the suicide squad game will, but I feel like the fucking Batman game should be Mm -hmm. Uh, just because like, how long can you fucking tease that out, dude? Well, and how long have they been working on it? Well, exactly. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like they've been teasing it for like (laughs) four years at this point. It feels like, so I, I don't really know. Arkham Origins was like 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Arkham Origins. 2013, 2014. 2013, October 25th, 2013. Yeah. So they've been working on this for seven years, and I don't think they've done anything since. Uh, I don't either. So, you know. Because they didn't even work on the, uh, the port to the Wii U, I don't think. No, they worked on uh, Lego Legends of Kima online for iOS and browsers in 2014. Oh, yeah, that's they did good work. Uh, and they did DLC they, for they, Arkham they, Knight. Right. So, I mean, like, which I mean, like DLC, that's not going to be the entire team, I would assume. Yeah, I would guess not. But I, who knows? It's hard to say. But yeah, I mean, like they've officially released one game. On their own, and God, so yeah, I would not be surprised if it's released this year. It just seems crazy that a Batman game they'd be like, "Oh, and it's releasing in two months." 
It does. So, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on there. And especially like with COVID and everything, I have no idea anymore. <laughs> like, I just I don't know. Very. So, yes. Very. Yeah. Very strange because this was all supposed to be announced at E3, which would have mm-hmm. been two months ago. Mm-hmm. God, can you believe that? I remember right around E3 being sad that E3 is not happening. And that was two months ago now. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um. And the last bit of news, this is fairly, uh, this was what, late yesterday? Yeah, late yesterday, I believe. Uh, Epic is now in the process of suing Apple and Google. And so this is one of those things where usually I feel like I see these lawsuits and I always think, ah, who really cares? Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, I think they should be suing them in this case, because I, I don't know if you know, especially Apple is really bad with this, but they won't allow apps on their app store if they like can't take a 20% cut. Right. And so the way that it was working on Google phones was people would sideload it in. Uh, and then all of the profits would go to Epic. Right. In a weird way. And so, now both Google and Apple have banned Fortnite from their stores, which see, like I, I, I don't quite know the legality of it because something happened a couple weeks ago where the Microsoft streaming app wasn't allowed on Apple either. See, I can tell you Epic, they did this on purpose, but they like lowered prices yes. to purposely get themselves banned on Apple. So then they could uh, then go and sue them because Mm -hmm. Tim Sweeney, you know, who's epic, he has been very outspoken about the fact that he doesn't think companies should have such a big cut, Mm -hmm. which I mean, like, you can't really say too much about Epic because they are putting, you know, they are doing that on their own storefront where they they're they take 8%. Mm-hmm. where like they're taking 20% and I think steam takes 30%. Yeah. Steam takes a lot. And so uh, like, it's not like Apple is a small company. No, they're barely making it many. <laughs> and like, same thing with Google, right? No, no, and, they're like and, falling and, apart. And it's a weird thing because I, I get it from mm-hmm. Google and Apple's perspective. Like you want to be getting a cut of the things that are being sold on your store. Oh, right. Right. But is 20% like, is that too much? And when you get to pick and choose whether or not apps are on your store for specific reasons, like Mm -hmm. that to me is where it gets into a weird gray area. Like when the Microsoft streaming thing said, they said it wasn't going to come to Apple. I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, how can you, that seems so bizarre because that is like also fucking over Microsoft in a big way because it's cutting out a large portion of that audience because a lot of people have Apple products like Mm -hmm. that in theory would be an app on the Apple TV as well, not just iPhones. So well, not just iPads would be great for that. Yeah. iPads or even like the app store on a Mac itself. Right. Right. So it's just one of those things where that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you think about it, Macs have such a hard time with games. Imagine yeah. if you could have, like, on your, like, Mac laptop, you could have just streamed all those Microsoft games. You'd mm-hmm. have access to so many more games. That... Yeah, I mean, and then you don't have to jump through all the weird hoops of, like, mm-hmm. running a program like Boot Camp or something right. that is running Windows inside your fucking operating system, which is then running a game in that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people do that, right? But right. it's just that 
would be much less of a pain in the ass, especially if xCloud is a good enough experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the one weird thing about this is like, I, I actually, I agree with Epic. I do think, but like, do you think they just don't want to touch PlayStation and Xbox? Because PlayStation and Xbox, I think take quite a bit of percent as well. Yeah. That I don't really know. Are they just like, okay, they're specifically in games and we do not want to piss them off. That, and I, that could be the case. Yeah. And I bet they make a lot of their money right off the PlayStation one, uh, mm-hmm. the PlayStation store. I bet that's one of their best um, like revenues. I, I would guess PC and PlayStation are probably their top two. Maybe mobile does better than PlayStation, but like, I just can't imagine as many people playing on mobile. Can you? Oh, yeah, I can. Really? It's it's free, and everybody's got a phone. It's free, and uh, like 80 million people have a PS4. Yeah, but I mean, much more people than that have a phone. Yeah, but how many of those are going to be playing Fortnite? Well, but it doesn't. You find out about Fortnite at school, you're like, oh man, I can get it anywhere, and it's all cross play. So, like. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I feel like most kids are going to have, like, access to a console or a. That That is true, but, like, you can use your phone anywhere. You know that's, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, which I don't know how good it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would assume it's terrible because I hate touch controls. But well, you know. a lot of people have like those Xbox controller setup things, and that's where I draw the line, man. I'm never putting a fucking controller on my goddamn. See, but here's thing. the thing. Like, I know Greg Miller does this regularly because mm-hmm. on phone it's easier and you can get more wins this way. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> you're using a controller and other people are using touch controls. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> I do get that, but I mean, come on. Yeah, no, he he has other ways of playing that game. I know. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a weird lawsuit, and I'm interested yeah, yeah. to see how it ends up playing out because th- that could be a huge deal if epic wins so yeah i mean if epic wins like it'll definitely help out a lot of smaller developers as well mm-hmm. uh so yeah but they're going up against two giants yeah, yeah. i, I say <laughs> but these two giants were just brought in to con- congress and questioned mm-hmm. about their practices not that long ago it's, yeah i think it's like just a couple weeks ago maybe even last week i don't remember uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. But what I need to know, Manny, is <laughs> your thoughts on the Fast and Furious Crossroads. Okay, so this is it. I beat it. Oh, <laughs> I how beat long it. Is it. Is it like six uh, hours? It's like five and a half, six hours. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so do you want to do this last so we can have a Fast and the Furious Crossroads spoiler cast real quick? Or like, uh, can't we have a Fast and Furious spoiler cast now? We can. Okay, so this game is not good. But it's going to make your top ten list. (laughs) I don't even know about that. We'll Uh, see. So, like, okay, I wanted this game to be bad. Like, I wanted it to suck, like, so bad that it was funny. And that's not really what I got. It more like... So, you know, when making movie games was still, like, really popular in, like, the GameCube PS2 era? Yeah. And they were, like, very B-grade games. And, and like those were very popular to get by family because family's like, yeah. oh, he loved this movie, this game. I should get it for him. <laughs> yeah. 
So like this is that basically it, mm-hmm. it just it's not bad enough and doesn't control bad enough to be like, oh, this sucks. It's like, OK, this is like a competent video game that is fine enough. Mm-hmm. It's not super fun, but it's also not super terrible. Uh, and it just like is. Yeah, it's oh, that weird B tier thing. And so then I had to look at it through the lens of like someone who really likes the fast and the furious and don't worry. It's really going to let you down there too. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like if you took a fast and the furious movie, but you removed all of the fun and action. (laughs) So what's left? left? Yeah, exactly. Like racing cars around in a not very exciting environment. (laughs) So it, Oh God. It just, I, I don't even really know how to talk about it because it just is, it feels so it's, lame. It's so mediocre. It, it's yeah. just like, it's the worst because like you either <laughs> want it to be so terrible, it's funny. Yeah. Or you want to like it, obviously. But like these games that are in between, you're just like, I don't even want to play this. Like, I'm just wasting my time. I could literally do anything anything else in it no and so like i i played for like five hours right Mm -hmm. and then i saw someone say it was six hours and i was like wait what because it didn't seem like it was close enough to like some kind of conclusion and so then like it was obviously because I like booted it up and played for another hour and I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> and it wrapped up amazingly and it's going to be your moment of the year. Uh, yeah. I, so <laughs> they, they only got three people from the movies. They got Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto. Obviously they got Michelle Rodriguez as Letty Ortiz and they got Tyrese Gibson as Roman Pierce. Vin Diesel. I love the man. He's not a good actor. Normally. He basically is just like the tough guy who punches stuff and will say dumb one-liners, right? So like, I'm not interested in his acting chops. Occasionally he says family. He does. And it's about the same in this game. Like (laughs) he doesn't sound great, but he doesn't sound terrible either. Whereas like Michelle Rodriguez, she was phoning it in 10,000%. And it was just like, wow, could you give us a little less emotion perhaps in this (laughs) role? But you know who really tried their hardest? (laughs) Tyrese Gibson you know what God bless that man because he still went for it he was he's like I know what Roman acts like this is it we're going in and he just any scene he's in he just fucking talks constantly so I on my phone as I was playing was making a list of references to the Fast and the Furious films oh sweet because because I just needed to know Mm -hmm. how many there were there was a point near the end where you drive as Roman and I had to stop writing them down because there were too many like he just was stream of consciousness saying things that happened in the films and I was like at a certain point I was like all right all right all right like we yes I've seen the movies okay Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. But here, let me read you from my list. There's not there's not that many, but there I thought some of them were like weirdly obscure and pretty funny. Um, do you remember in Fate of the Furious when all the hybrid cars get controlled, uh, like remote controlled and jump out the windows of the parking garage? Yeah. By um, what's her name? The oh, blonde uh, lady. Yeah. Charlize Theron. She's yes. Cypher is her yes. in world name. Um, so the, the two main characters of this game, Vienna, uh, who is an African-American actress who, uh, is in that new Star Trek show. Not, not Picard, the one before discovery. I think she was in. Right. And then there is cam who 
okay, this might be kind of insensitive or like dumb of me, but I think they were transgender. You think? So like they don't discuss it enough other than that they only refer to them as they or them in like a way that really sticks out and was okay. strange to me. It was it like two of them or was it just one of them? It's their name is Cam and they only refer to that person okay. as them. And see, see, like I'm so stupid when I hear they and them, I still think of like a, like a couple people. Okay. No. So that, yeah. So it was so just like, okay, yeah, like I, it I, was weird because they would always refer to Vienna as her or Dom right. as him. And so then they would say they like all of them when referring to Cam and I, I, I don't know because obviously they don't have the depth of this plot to fucking tackle something like that. So I don't know what the hell was going on there. But anyways, okay, in the beginning weird. of the game, they are like bad. They've been best friends since childhood and they are running a tow truck company in Barcelona mm-hmm. and they go to a hybrid car. And I guess they reference that like, oh, we could have made a lot of money back then because all those people needed to get their cars worked on. But Vienna refuses to work on hybrid cars and well, whatever. Um, They drive a 69 Camaro that they fished out of a lake in Florida, which is what Brian and Tyrese drove into the boat at the end of too fast, too furious. So they, they fished that out. That was pretty funny. They used to be street racers and there is about, let's say 10 seconds of screen time for this character named Suki, who is in the street race that Ludacris hosts in too fast, too furious. And so they were in her street racing gang. Um, this one, I don't remember what it was from, but they, because they go to race wars in one and seven. Right. And they mentioned that they saw Letty win a race in an Audi. I don't fucking remember which one that was, but that was definitely in the movies. Vin Diesel makes a hilarious joke, uh, when they need to steal something and they, he says, yeah, this isn't some amateur shit like stealing VCRs. And that one got me good. <laughs> I chuckled, I chuckled about that one. That was pretty good. Uh, then like after that, they've like tried to get less specific with it. And they just started mentioning names of characters. Like they mentioned Hobbs, Shaw, Cypher. They said that Ludacris's character Tej was watching their baby while they did this whole thing. They let um, Ludacris watch the baby. Yeah. Which is, I would do that. I thought Ludacris watch my baby. Wait. Okay. Oh, so, oh, oh, wait. It's not Letty's baby. It's it's Dom's. Yeah, it's baby. Dom's baby yeah, with yeah. the Brazilian woman. Okay. Yes, yes. So this one though, this one was my favorite because mm. this is like deep cut. Roman is racing. He is like undercover as like some with some evil organization. I can't fucking remember the names of any of the characters that were in this game. Okay. Uh, and so he's racing and they're testing him to see how good he is at driving. And so the guy keeps saying like, oh, there's one more part to the test. There's one more part to the test. And he mutters under his breath and says, this better not be about a cigar. And so in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes, I remember. The evil villain guy makes Brian and Roman Mm -hmm. like go all out. And it turns out that it was just a fucking bag with a cigar and a cigar cutter in it. And I actually I went back and watched the clip because I really like that scene because Roman gets so pissed off. Yeah, because they were all like (laughs) racing each other to get there first. Yes. To then get get back and deliver the package, and then the package was a cigar. So. Yeah, and that was their test to get into the criminal organization thing. So I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, and then I wrote down so many things about fucking 
Roman stream of consciousness shit. Like he talked about how I've been pushed out of a plane. I've been shot at by a harpoon. I've almost drowned. And then he starts bitching about how he hates submarines. Uh, (laughs) There's a scene where you're carrying a bomb behind your car, like a wrecking ball. And then Letty tells Roman, remember Rio and use it like we did the safes or whatever shit. Mm -hmm. And this is my other favorite one uh, where Roman jokes about he he has a bomb on a vest. There's a lot to this game. Uh, and so he thinks he's going to die and he's upset that he never knew Ramsey's last name. And that's because they never fucking say Ramsey's last name in the movies she's in. So she might not have one. Oh. I don't know. And then the final one was uh, when Roman thinks he's dying, he says, hey, man, say thanks to Brian for me. If it wasn't for him, I'd be living under house arrest in an RV for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, I did forget about that. And so a lot of the references were from Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, yeah, that is really (laughs) weird. Yeah, all the ones to pick. I, I didn't know why. And they so they never they mentioned Hobbs and Shaw, which I thought is bizarre because of the way their whole relationship went and how they split off into different movies. But right. they never mentioned Han or Giselle or like any of the other characters that would have been around still. What do you mean? And, would have been around? Well, Han would have still been around. I, I guess he wouldn't have been there at this time. They would have thought he's dead and Giselle. But still, wait, what time period is this? This is taking place before the new movie. Okay. Yeah, because Giselle is dead. Yes, Giselle is dead, and so is Han, technically. We we all knew that wasn't true. Well, they they didn't know. (laughs) We did. And so, yeah, it's just like this bad, shitty plot about these two amateur racers who get caught up in a plot by these terrorists that Dom and Letty are trying to chase for Interpol. Hmm. And so do you know the actor Peter Stormare? Um, the name sounds familiar. I'll Google So it. did you watch Prison Break? Yes. He was John Abruzzi. I'm gonna the the mob boss. Okay. Anyways, yeah, yeah. he is in this game. Oh. And he is not a Fast and the Furious character. <laughs> yeah, but he's a good he's a good villain. No, he is, but I like looked at it and I was like, I think that's Peter Stormare. And then he started talking and I was like, what? Why would he be in this game? Like, why would you care? Uh, whatever. Did you know he was Swedish? Uh, I could see that. He's a weird accent. I'm actually watching The Lost World right now. Oh. Which he's in that. Yeah, he he's in a oh, lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of video games. Yeah, he's been in a lot of video games, too. But it was weird because it was his like likeness. And I was like, I don't think he was a Fast and the Furious character. And he was not. Um, so he ends up being the big bad villain and like... In the beginning, there is a third new guy who gets killed and then Vienna wants revenge. And it just is this bad revenge plot. And it ends up being that he is trying to launch a bomb into space with a rocket because it will shut down this invisible defense network around the U.S. so other countries can attack the U.S. And... Okay. He wants to sell that technology. So he's like doing this as a test. But the final mission is you knock over the rocket before it blasts off. And so then it's like going forward so you can race next to it. And you work together to take down the rocket, which still would be going insanely fast. But despite that, Vin Diesel jumps onto it. 
<laughs> and he would not he would not be able to do that. No, no. Uh, that sounds like they uh they harness the 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 movies right well. Yeah, and he's still able to walk forwards and shit and then you have to like take down all these pieces off the rocket and then at the end he does this wild jump off of it onto Letty's car and then it's just like kind of over. They like give this half-assed story dump at the end because the whole game they refer to how Vienna and Cam had to leave Florida because something bad happened and when they were street racing and they can't go back because they're wanted from the law and it turns out that like what they did spoilers for this fucking game no one's gonna play uh they find out that it was actually a gang hit and they had nothing to do with it so like it doesn't matter (laughs) awesome and they just like throw that in at the end and they're like okay bye ha 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 and then it's like over and i was like what the fuck was this now here's a an important question uh-huh if this game goes on sale what is the cheapest it would have to be for you to recommend somebody to buy it 15 dollars. 15 so if i bet that will be available for 15 dollars when then within the next let's say eight months Oh, def. I would say within the next three months. Um, wow. Okay. It's it's not a good game, and it's only like six hours long. Uh, so like, I bet people will sell it back to stores, like you used game stores, very very quickly. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking like digitally, it'll go on sale. Oh, that's probably true too. So the only reason why I say it's even worth fifteen dollars is because there is also an online mode. Mm. I did not play this, but you can play as one of three factions, and it seems like it's kind of like a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit type deal. Oh, cool. Um, And, like, car takedowns work similarly to the way they do in Hot Pursuit, where, like, (laughs) you can push L1 or R1 to, like, do a tackle with your car, sort of. Okay. And then when the health bar runs out, it does, like, the same thing Hot Pursuit did, where it, like, kind of zooms into the car and goes Mm -hmm. slow while it's wrecking. Uh, and so like, that's cool. The first two times you see it and yeah, I don't know, like each character, there are some missions where you switch between characters and they have specific things like a harpoon or a hacking mini game, but or rockets and things like none of them are that interesting. And like some of the bosses are just kind of like weird and dumb. Like they're all either like a weird giant hovercraft or like an armored bus, you know, everyone's favorite villain the armored bus i'm just trying to figure out why this game was made i don't know because it doesn't relate to the fucking new movie at all unless peter stormare is secretly in the new movie and like that was their way to be like oh yeah we already know about this guy i i don't fucking know it just seems so weird because they were both supposed to come out around the same time. Like right. the, the ninth movie and this one were supposed to be around the same time. And then because of COVID, the movie got delayed till April 2021. And then this game only got delayed till the end of August when it was supposed to come out at like right near the end of May. And so, so like the thing I don't get is the game itself is competent enough, but they licensed all the cars, so that had to cost a shitload of money. They got Peter Stormare, they got Vin Diesel, they got Michelle Rodriguez, they got Tyrese Gibson, which, like, to be fair, Tyrese Gibson's probably not doing a lot else. But, like, that had to cost them a lot, too. Like, where did they... They probably had to license the Fast and the Furious franchise name. It just seems like one of those things where, yeah, all the money for this game went into the licensing, and, like, that's it. Hmm. Yeah, 
I yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't know. It just it was even as a dumb shitty game, it disappointed me. So like that <laughs> that's why I was the most bummed out. I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like you went into it hoping it would be at least funny. Yeah, and it wasn't really that funny, other than sometimes you would look at the cutscenes with real people and be like, is this on PS2? Because like they the in the in person cutscenes look horrendous. Awful. Yeah. They're so bad and like the animation is just the worst. So I don't know, man. I would say like probably a two out of five. Wow. Yeah, it's not very good. That's not surprising. I, no, I, it's it's not surprising, it, but like <laughs> I I don't know. I hoped it was something different. I guess. I, I this is exactly. I knew right. I knew it wasn't going to be good. I mean, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I did notice that pretty much no outlets reviewed this game. No, yeah, IGN did, and I think they gave it a four out of ten. Because last time I checked Metacritic which was five days ago. It didn't have any reviews on the site. Okay, it has seven now. I was going to say, I know IGN reviewed it, and that's all. Do you want to guess what the Metacritic score is? I would guess like a 30. 37. Ooh, higher than I expected. Uh, A a website called The Gamer gave it an 80. No! Yeah. No, you can't even fake that kind of score. That's fucking, that's, no. No, uh, absolute, absolute highest it could possibly ever get from anyone, I think, realistically, would be a six out of ten. I'm just telling you the gamer gave it and he Look, is the gamer. man. I'm telling you, you he doesn't not know gamer. <laughs> not yet. I might be able to usurp his throne after this review. I don't know. I got to read that. I got to read that we'll because there's no, at, because up. at no point was there a time in this game where I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> it just is not very good. Yeah, he gave it four out of five stars. What the fuck? Um, fun. And like, OK, so I even say that as a, is like one of the biggest Fast and the Furious fans like this game is not good. Uh, it has fun and, and intuitive driving controls. Yeah, pushing R2? Um, what? Big dumb set pieces ripped from the movies. A surprisingly what? engaging and memorable story, Manny. What? Um, negatives. The visual voice acting are rough. <laughs> uh, probably should have cost 30 or 40 bucks. And 30 yeah apparently the it has great multiplayer but it won't it probably won't last long but yeah manny it has a surprisingly engaging story so Did I, the fuck it does the fuck it does well and okay the set pieces some of them like yeah you're out racing an avalanche or mm-hmm. you're racing through tunnels that are caving in oh that already happened in the fast and furious 4 uh or like you're running through this like quarry and you might get hit by a saw but like none of them are on the level of like dragging a safe and they especially don't feel cool because the controls are not that good and all of the cutscenes look like shit so it's one of those things where it's like am i supposed to be impressed by this because like it's not cool or engaging i don't know what to tell you man woof this bella blondo is a big fan jeez yeah that's crazy. That is 
If they make another one, I'll play. You know what? Too, but... Good for her. I'm glad she liked. I'm glad somebody out there really liked this game. <laughs> Aren't you? Like you didn't? Yeah, like I, it. I sure, sure. I'm glad. Just... I'm glad that somebody loves it. I, I, I. It's one of those complicated things as a reviewer, where like you can really only talk about your experience. And if she loved it, let her have it. Let her. Have but then, like, happiness. what is that? Does Does that mean that like most games that would get a seven are like a fucking thirty out of ten masterpiece? I don't know, Manny. Like, I because you know. gotta rate things on a scale. I yeah, like I think like some reviewers are like, I love this game, but it is terrible, and I can't give it a good score. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I that's how I would be. I understand that, uh, but I to give it a four out of five seems interesting. But you know, oh, what? interesting is a word you could use. You know what? I haven't played the game, so I can't really comment. <laughs> sure, I bet you would feel the same as me if you played it. <laughs> Maybe I will when it's. I don't think you could finish it. You don't think I would finish it? No, I mean you like racing games enough, so like maybe you would stick through. It's short, and, so. and I was gonna say it's short enough. And I bet if I bought, spent like fifteen dollars on it, I probably you'd feel compelled. Yes, I I, I would probably at that point. But like, I, am I going to go out and spend sixty dollars on this? No, no one should do that. Well, somebody did. I mean, I did. Half, yeah, half a mistake. the podcast did that. Half the podcast did that. Yes, and <laughs> mistakes were made. But I, hey, I had I, to know. I called you out last week on that, so I had to know. And now you know. <laughs> now I know, and I have that knowledge. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? It's fucking God, who knows. Anyway, uh, what are your, how do you feel about Ooblets? Ooblets is great. I I like it a lot. Um, I originally had planned on only playing it for like an hour and a half, and then I stayed up an hour and a half past my bedtime for a four-hour play sesh. And it is... It's exactly what it looks like. It's like a mixture of Harvest Moon, Animal Crossing, and like a Pokemon-esque thing where you collect little monster guys. Um, it is, it might be too like cutesy for some people and in some parts it's even like too cutesy for me Mm. where like they'll try to use like weird language that I can't think of at the moment. And that kind of stuff really bothers me. Is it kind of like baby talk type of thing? Yeah, sort of. And I hate that a lot. Uh, but other than that, like the gameplay is interesting enough. You, Uh, like grow crops and you can sell those or um, give them to like people around town who are collecting things for like projects that they need to make to like advance the island or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also, so the main crux of the game is you get these little things called ooblets and your character came from an island that does not have ooblets, but they would like to find out about them because they think their island is lame and they want to live here. And the mayor says, oh, you can live in this weird shack farmhouse and be my errand person. It's like, okay, that's a setup for a video game, I guess. (laughs) And uh, then you get to pick your first ooblet. And what happens with them is they follow you around and are weird and cutesy, but they also can challenge other ooblets to three on three dance battles. And so the way that plays out is there are either story parts where you just have to fight another group of ooblets or there are like wild groups of three running around. And if you give them, if you have the proper items, you can challenge them to a dance battle. And the dance battles are uh, like a card game type thing. And depending on what ooblet you have, uh, certain cards can be drawn or not. It's basically like it makes a deck out of what ooblets you have. And when they level up, 
after battle you get more cards it's a pretty simple system like you start each turn with four energy and cards will cost between zero and three there's zero and four energy um and so the goal of it is like you want to get a certain amount of points so far it's been 20 or 30 points and each card will be like oh this costs two energy but gives you five points or this costs one energy and steals three points from the other team. And like now that I've got a little bit farther, it's adding on mechanics. Like you can uh, add a, b- a buff called hype that will make cards do more or oh shit. I can't remember what the other one is called, but it's basically a debuff that makes their cards do less. You can also stun people and it seems like they're adding more mechanics as it goes on. So that part is like, okay. Um, it is a really definitive art style the farming stuff is pretty flimsy. I think it's like, I don't know. You just grow crops. It's like every other game where you grow crops like harvest moon or uh, stardew Valley, except that's not really the main focus. So that's kind of like a little bit more in the background. Uh, and you can buy furniture, upgrade the house. I, I don't know. It, it's just like that kind of fun game where it mixes all of those ga- types of games. I like that don't really have like combat or anything and that that's it i don't i heard that it has some performance issues uh in what way i did not see any oh really so you didn't have anything well that's good nope i heard i just heard like like sometimes during like the bands dance battles things can get kind of rough so Hmm. but maybe they have uh, fixed that since because like that i heard that like right around launch so they have patched it a couple times since then, so that could that could be. But yeah, I didn't have any performance issues when I played. So oh well, that's that, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it like it doesn't look. I don't know. It's it's more the art than anything. Like it's not graphically intense. So right, there shouldn't be any frame rate issues for if you have like a even an old PC probably. But yeah, so I I like it. Um, I have seen people saying that they have beaten it and it doesn't take super long if you go really ham on it. So I don't know that I'm going to try to play again even for a long time, even though I really enjoyed it. Right. Just because I would like for all the content to be finished. And like there is very clearly stuff in the game where they say like, oh, hey, this isn't done. Um, Like the main thing is there's a point where you can release the ooblets into the wild, like when you release Pokemon. Uh, except right now all you can do is release them, but they're supposed to be like an explorable forest where you can go and like hang out with them and do missions with them and stuff. The ones you released. So that's, that's not in the game yet, but they said they're working to implement that. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's early access, so there's plenty of time for it to change and evolve. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's definitely a game I want to check out, but it's just one of those, like, I would rather just wait. Yeah for obvious reasons just because yeah. like i i don't i don't want to like i just want to experience something in its purest you know so yeah yeah i'd rather just kind of wait and get the whole thing at once mm-hmm. um but yeah uh we played uh fall guys on sunday together we did uh, which you were having like weird issues at the start of it. I was at the beginning. Yeah, I couldn't like get in. It wouldn't even start matchmaking. It would boot no, it all would, of like, us out. Yeah. It would boot all us all of us out. And then we started just kind of playing around. And we discovered it was an issue with you because you came in like an hour late or maybe mm-hmm. two hours late. Yeah. Uh, so it was just like Justin Nukio and I playing and we were having a good time playing. And then you came in and then all of a sudden, like it seemed like the servers just were not working 
working. And then we discovered that you were having some issues. So you just kind of like quit the game, started it back up. And it then worked. All, and then it <laughs> I know, worked. it was very weird. So you like, I don't like something was wrong with your session, I guess. Yeah, it was very strange. Um, but other Fall Guys that, is very popular right now. It is like they apparently they're like tweeting the numbers and they're doing very well. Yeah. Um, and I say good for them. Um, mm-hmm. But what were your thoughts on the game? Uh, I like it. Um, I have watched Eris play it quite mm-hmm. a bit on Twitch because it's all he streams. He said he'll stop streaming it when it stops being popular. <laughs> uh, and he's he's won. I guess as of yesterday, he had won like about 20 times, I think. Jesus. Uh, Which you've won once. I've won twice. You've won twice. Yeah, me and Nukio kept playing and I won again and he won once. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, because I didn't win at all. I Yeah. I don't have the skills. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I do like it. And it's one of those things where it doesn't have that many like weird mini games in it. Right. But somehow in my time with it, that didn't get old. Like, how many it's hours always just you, like, think you, you think you spent with it? Uh, I probably like three or four. Yeah, because that's I, I was about three. So you guys played it quite a bit after that then. Yeah, we played for a while and we just talked because I hadn't talked to Nukio in a long time. Right. So. Uh, that was cool and I, like i i know they're adding more games to it a new one was added yesterday or the day before i can't mm-hmm. remember um and they're trying to work on the servers but for, for those who don't know what fall guys is it's basically a battle royale style game with 60 people that's like just wipe out <laughs> I, I don't know like i don't know a better way to describe it, it yeah it's got it's wipe out or the old that old uh Japanese spoof game or game show mm-hmm. that was uh, NXT mm-hmm. MXC. I think it was it NXC something like most extreme. It's what it's, yeah, it's a, something elimination like that. challenge. I, MXC. Yeah, most extreme extreme elimination challenge. So yes, yeah. And so like yeah, and it's it's got like similar physics to like Gang Beasts where you mm-hmm. f- never truly feel like you're in full control or at least like I don't like the the physics are just weird and yeah, you yeah. get hit by stuff and go flying or like you'll jump down and think it's not that far and your dude's legs will give out for no reason or weird shit like that and you can grab other people and just fuck with other people in those kinds of ways and it I don't know, it's just like interesting and fun. I, yeah, I yeah. don't know. It it just I wouldn't mind just having another session where we play for you know a couple hours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I had a lot of fun with it. I. Mm-hmm. It, it's just kind of like one of those things where like even when you lose, you're not like upset or angry. Mm-hmm. You just kind of cheer for your friends at that point. Yeah. And if when then when you're all out, you just kind of back out and try again. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah, it's just kind of like a funny, just kind of fun, low stressful multiplayer game. And the crazy thing is, this is my first multiplayer game that I've played in 2020, man. Mm, interesting. I had played some a couple weeks ago because I visited some friends. But other mm. than that, yeah, I, I don't think I had played any multiplayer games. At least uh, like this is at least I know for a fact my first like new like 2020 like yeah, multiplayer game. That is definitely true. So like we may have to discuss our our categories at the end of the year because we may not be able to have three hey who knows what if i play fast and the furious crossroads and it is truly an amazing online mode because as of right now we have fall guys and animal crossing Mm, mm -hmm. 
and Animal Crossing, I would barely count. So, so Fall Guys, congratulations! Yeah. Multiplayer of the year. <laughs> hey, who knows? What if Spelunky's multiplayer rules this time? Uh, I do like playing Spelunky's multiplayer in general. Sure. I mean, like, I yeah, know. we'll we'll discuss it. You know, we still have a a lot of a lot of time to go. It's just kind of one of those things where I don't know. You know what actually does? We'll have multiplayer is uh watchdogs apparently oh yeah interesting but we both know neither of us will do it that no way. yeah nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll continue to not have we will continue to not play multiplayer yeah um, um but yeah fall i do like fall guys yeah. i am like weirdly shocked and surprised that it is doing as wildly successful as it is i guess it's because it's free on psn uh, no because right like it's like selling crazy numbers on steam yeah it sold like and, millions of copies on steam mm-hmm. so it, it's not just the free aspect although i'm sure the free aspect is helping and they're getting uh like licensed costumes uh there's going to be some metal gear solid costumes coming oh, soon from uh, konami i might pay real money for that mm. uh to be dressed as solid snake with a cigar what level did you end up as do you remember? Because uh, like there's because there's like the season pass thing, but you don't have to pay for the season pass. Yeah, you it's just like 10, 10 or eleven, I think. Mm. Um, and the experience gain gets like exponentially wild, like in yeah. the early thirties. Like now, I think, like because I've been watching Eris play, I think he would have to win like five times to get the thirty six at least wow. or something. So, and th- when you win, you get a lot of experience. So, but I mean, that kind of makes sense because like once you hit forty, it's done for that's the season. It. Yeah, and, and the season goes for another 60 or 90 days. I can't remember. Yeah, so like it makes sense that it would take a long time. Just mm-hmm. they're trying to spread that out. And some people have already almost maxed it out after uh-huh. like two weeks. So like, yeah, I get that. But I mean, I assume Eris is playing. Only he's only streaming that for at least four hours a day. So. I was going to say like four or five hours every day. So mm-hmm. he's probably playing that like 30 hours a week. Yeah, probably. So. So, yeah. Um, and then lastly, I bought the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. Mm-hmm. And I haven't touched any of the single player story stuff. Really? And I've just been kind of just riding around the the main, like the, the open area. Finding diglets and shit. Uh, yeah, and I'm doing a lot of breeding. I'm just kind of getting back into that and just kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of enjoying the mindlessness of it. And I do love the way they do EV, tra- uh, EV training in this game. Yeah. Because they have those polka jobs mm-hmm. and you can just send them off. And then 24 hours later, they're up 96 EVs. Yep. So in like five days, you can just fully EV train and you literally don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really into that <laughs> because they took out the way I used to EV train, which was the horde battles. Yep. Which you always hated. Yeah, I did not like the horde battles. But for people like you who are trying to get those EVs, I mean, it's it, good. Yeah, because like between the horde battles, if you had Pokerus, which I did, and then if you had like those specific items that you would equip to each Pokemon to boost mm-hmm. as well, like. I could EV train like five Pokemon within a half hour. Yeah. Uh, so like where now I would have to individually keep fighting like 
Pikachu's 252 times to get it to to like the max speed. And then so it's just like, I don't want to do that. Sounds perfect to me. No. Yeah, that that's not fun. <laughs> it is kind of weird that like someone has hacked, which I, I guess it's not that weird that they, people hack, but like they've hacked like the game and then they've released all these like really popular, like, like powerful, like perfect Pokemon. But they changed the names to Machamps.com. And they're just like like I I I would say every like five or six surprise trades, I'm getting a Machamps.com perfect <laughs> IV Pokemon. I haven't been to Machamps.com. Maybe someone else can do it for me. Yeah, I'm okay. But at this the, moment. Yes, someone is advertising a website on Pokemon, and I think that's very uh strange. Because there's got to be a better way to do that. Yeah, but I mean, it's a Pokemon website. Yeah, sure. My champs, gym, giveaways, raids, trades, and more. Oh, so you just said you're okay, and then you go to it like... I searched it on Google. Okay. Because someone asked two months ago, what is happening here? Yeah, because you're getting perfect IV'd pokemon they're level 100 they come with an item so i always just take that item Mm -hmm. and then and also they're shiny so i've been just using those pokemon to breed because why wouldn't i use a perfect six iv pokemon you know manny it's just Mm -hmm. gonna make your life so much easier i know Uh, but oh, yeah wow this reddit argument got into a semantic argument about generating pokemon and hacking pokemon so we got to leave that reddit now but uh, the one thing i do want to praise is i don't know if you remember like the previous games with the the one it used to be called wonder trading now it's surprise trading where yes. like if you did that like you were committed to that animation and you had to wait forever mm-hmm. now you can just kind of like start the surprise trade and then do other things and then just kind of go back into the game and then like once the surprise trade is completed it'll just kind of like pop up the animation Mm -hmm. so now what i'm able to do is i'm able to kind of like i'm breeding so i'm like hatching eggs and i'm surprise trading at the same time Hmm. so like i i really do kind of like that aspect of it because like yeah that's because like i like just surprise trading and doing that stuff because it's a great way for me to one fill out my database Mm -hmm. Uh, and then also too, I just kind of like, I have all these like Pokemon that are like, they're level one and they're, they've got some really good stats. They're just not like the stats that I'm looking for. So like Mm -hmm. I'm helping other people get good Pokemon as well. And at this point, all you're getting are either hacked Pokemons, occasionally a shitty Pokemon, but then a lot of them are just like other people breeding as well. And just Mm kind of like, just kind of getting rid of all their like Pokemon that they don't like the breeding Pokemon that they don't want. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I do like I I do like that aspect of the the game. But as I said, I haven't touched any of the single player stuff. But I am less excited about this this DLC, and I'm more excited about the the one in December or whenever it is. Same, yeah. Uh, where like I I I'm really curious about the uh, the dungeon crawling aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as going to be as good as I would want it to be. Because oh, definitely, not. it'll be Pokemon. they i don't want to call it half-ass things but you kind of have to scratch your head sometimes go and ask the question have they ever played another video game before (laughs) 
because like sometimes these Japanese companies they get stuck in their ways and you just kind of have to ask yourself how how does this happen how do they not innovate at all cuz like it, that it, that online structure is so bad it's terrible <laughs> the the the, uh, the like the mega battles or whatever i can't re- remember the name yeah. right now they are awful I hate them. I hate Dynamax battles so much. And then, like, you try to join others, and like, they, they, it's just like, oh, you can't join that right now. Well, that'd be stupid. Man. Yeah, why would you ever want to be able to join someone else's? Yeah, I the whole... And Pokemon's online things have always been, like, not great in that way. Can I just change that to Nintendo? Uh, yeah, yeah. Other Usually, than, yes. Other than Splatoon, I'll give Splatoon a, a... Yeah, Splatoon gets a free pass, I think. But everything else, yeah, usually is pretty garbage. You know so. what? I will say Mario Kart, actually. When I played Mario Kart, it was pretty good online as well. Okay. So you get two, Nintendo. Sure. I know Super Smash Brothers was not even close to being up to par. No, I. there are many issues with it. And still every patch, they're like, we fix some online issues. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? How many can there be, my guy? And uh, it still pisses me off. It just when you go to ranked matches, you get to pick what kind you want. And so like it doesn't automatically choose what you want. So like I want mm. 1v1, no items with this specific rule set. And right. then they're like, did you mean a free for all with four people <laughs> and items? And it's like, what the fuck? And this counts for my rank. Like, get the I was going to say, that's here. ranked. Yeah. It's buck wild, dude. And so like recent in the most recent patch, you're like, yeah, we waited it even further towards what you picked. And it was like, why wait it? Just make it that. Right. The, what? what it should be is like, you can like make your own default settings. Yeah. And then you can just go in and then just like you don't have to because I assume you have to keep changing and filtering it, right? Uh, No. So like you can set it as the search for the automatic searching and it'll just do that. But then it just in my experience back then, at least it's mm-hmm. probably a lot different now because less people are probably playing it for fun now. Uh, it would just be like, oh, you entered a one-on-one battle, except instead of stock, you have life and they are a specific character that can hit you from far away. So it takes your life. And so like, oh, you died in 10 seconds, but that counts against your rank. Fuck you, I guess. It's just stuff like that is obnoxious. That shouldn't even be a thing. It shouldn't be, but it's like, oh yeah, you have one life and like 20 health. And oops, I shot you twice and now you're dead. And it's like, well, what the fuck? What? Yeah, like ranked should only have like one rule set. I agree with you, but Nintendo wants the fun. And you know, let me tell you about that. I did not have fun in those matches. Yeah, because like like Mortal Kombat, they've had like some really weird stuff. Even Injustice had like you know like had all that gear loot and everything. Mm-hmm. You could, but like you couldn't you do any of that stuff if you were doing ranked. No, because you shouldn't be able to. No, like ranked, but like also Mortal Kombat cares more about like the competitive stuff. Yeah, so it's just like a, it's weird. Smash is online is dumb and weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. And now I guess we'll move into part three, which will be a frosty. I do have one request, Manny. Yes. Uh, Can we make this a shorter? Yeah, Uh, because I have a New York Islanders game that's going to be coming on at eight. It'll be a little later than eight that it'll probably start around eight fifteen. 
but I would just prefer not to like talk for an hour. So like, if it's going to be one that we would talk a while, just pick another one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay. I picked uh, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I can't talk about this game for a long time, so that's we picked a good one. Um, did you? You have probably never played Skyward Sword, right? No, I have. Oh, okay. Because this I is one of my least it, favorite Zelda games. I got it like we got it with because like everybody had a Wii, mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of one of those things where my family was like, "Well, we all loved the Super Nintendo Zelda game, so so then like yeah, we got that." Mm-hmm. I think my sister played that game more than I did. Hmm. Because I just have this very strong dislike for motion controls. Yeah, and so Skyward Sword was the first game where I actually had to purchase the motion control plus Mm -hmm. because a lot of the enemies in that game had like the dumb, oh, you have to slash vertically or horizontally at the right time or whatever. And like it never worked right. And to be fair, I bought a like weird third party attachment because they were all sold out at that time and I wasn't about to buy a new fucking Wiimote. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that it was kind of janky and fucked up because of that. But Skyward Sword was the last Zelda game that I could take with its current formula, I think. Well, and it's also got to be like the most notorious of just like, because like they have such long tutorial sequences. Oh my God. And it's excruciating in Skyward Sword. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, we we recently played um, uh, Wind Waker. Yeah. And I thought that had a very long tutorial sequence. Oh my God. And Skyward Sword. And like, Sword I know the Skyward Sword's like three crazy. times longer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I, I feel bad sometimes when I talk about Skyward Sword, cause I'll like mention it to people and they'll be like, Oh, I like that one. And I just don't want to just be shit all <laughs> over it, but it just, I, I don't even know. Like it, it just, uh, to me, it didn't have like a Zelda personality or anything like normally I'll think about a Zelda game, even ones that I didn't beat or play a lot of like Twilight Princess. And it's like, oh, like I get the aesthetic of that. And like, I get why people would like that one. But mm-hmm. Skyward Sword is just like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's got bright colors and you fly on a bird. Yeah, and it has a bad tutorial that goes on too long. Like, that's all I can think of. And it just none, I, none well, of the dungeons were very memorable to me, except for the one where it's like a sunken pirate ship in the desert near the end. There's another thing that you forgot about this game. What is that? It's like twice as long as any of the others. It's so fucking long. And that I, I, this is one of the, when I was still writing reviews, I wrote a review for this game and I think I gave it like a decent score, like eight out of 10 or something, but it's still one of those things where it's like, this is a fine game. Right. And like, it's fine as a Zelda game, but it has to change and it can't be this again because like, I, I, I don't know. Like, and maybe it was just because of how bland I thought it was, but even some of the like external game mechanics, like, you could craft and upgrade your weapons. I literally beat the game without engaging with that system because I just didn't care and didn't want to do it. Well, and it clearly it didn't wasn't necessary. It didn't matter. But then like Nukio did that and he could shred things way faster than I could because he upgraded all his shit. But it was right. just like annoying to do and annoying to collect the stuff. And I was just like, I just don't. Why would I do this? Right. 
And so like they had tried to bank on that. And like, I, I just don't think a lot of the characters were very memorable other than like Gruce, the guy who you is mean to you in the beginning, but that right. was kind of cool. And Oh boy. If, if you had to guess what the Metacritic score for this game is, what would you guess? Uh, 85. Um, try 93. No way. Yeah, it's uh, universally acclaimed. It's a Metacritic must-play. People really like it. Oh, yeah, that's shocking. Okay, I gave Skyward Sword a 4 out of 5. But, uh, but the, I mean, like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. a good game. That's a good but flawed game to me. It took me 45 hours to complete, I say, mm-hmm. here. And I do say specifically right here at around the 30 hour point, I was done. <laughs> and then it continued for 40 hours. So there's a point in the game where it, which is probably around the 30 hour mark where you have to go back to all the areas you went to already to like do something else. And the one that I just remember putting my controller down and being like, no, no, was the forest area floods and then you have to catch these like 45 tadpoles or some shit while you're swimming. And I was just like, I don't want to do this, dude. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I just. <clears throat> I'm just kind of wondering, like, do you think part of the reason why it's so high is because like so many at this time, like the Wii had been out for a while and people had mm-hmm. been dealing with a lot of like terrible motion control games. So like one like good playing motion control game, people are like, oh, this is good. And it's more just like, oh, it's a good motion control game. Maybe not. It's not like a great game. Mm. I'm just kind of like wondering, like, because like I'm seeing a lot of like Game Informer gave it a 10 out of 10. Holy fuck. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. I mean, like, those are two big outlets that are giving these games 10 out of 10s. That I don't remember at the time, but I just, I don't know, like, especially even reading some of my review here, like, at this point, I was on the train of we gotta change this shit (laughs) right now. Like, I mentioned that, like, a hundred times in here so Mm -hmm. far. Uh, But, like... it wasn't a bad game. Like that's right, the thing right, that's right. weird about it is it was just, it was a fine, it was a totally competent mm-hmm. Zelda game. It's just most things about it to me were forgettable. And I, I guess maybe most people feel like that about Zelda games. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, I think I it's also know. one of the, these things where like Zelda just has this huge reputation. Like mm-hmm. you think about, I'm the very first Zelda game and just like, I mean, that just inspired so much of just like the imagination and just exploration of just being like, Oh, this is what like video games can be. They can just be these like huge sprawling open worlds. Now, obviously in the 1985, like 85, it was like this big Mm -hmm. deal. Um, And then you, then they, they were able to do that again with the super Nintendo version, a link to the past. And then they were able to do that again with Ocarina of Time. And 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 then they like had that like weird spinoff with uh, Majora's Mask, which we talked about not that long ago. I think that might have been the last Frosty game. Yeah, maybe. Um, but then like you get into Skyward Sword and what was the uh, the 
Twilight Princess. Yeah. That's when like Zelda stopped being so inspired, I think. Yeah, I so like that that oh, is a thing. Well, I guess there's Wind Waker as well. Wind Waker was another one. Like this is a huge open world. How did they do this on a GameCube? Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, like I I just never got that feeling from Twilight Princess and then like Skyworld Skyward Sword was even worse in my opinion. Yeah. Um so yeah, to me Zelda was definitely on a downward trend and I think most people felt the same way and that's why I'm just so shocked that it had such high scores. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like I the gimmick didn't help it at all. Like I I don't know that either slashing horizontally or vertically at enemies to like wait for them to move their body. I don't know that doesn't add anything to it. You know what I mean? Like that's just tacking a gimmick on top of something that already exists. Right. Whereas like you could say that the Wii motion controls were a gimmick in Twilight Princess, but that game also came out on the GameCube. And you didn't have to use that. That's just the controls they, for some fucking reason, decided to go with on the Wii. So, yeah, I don't know. And I, I like, honestly, I'm looking at this and I'm trying to remember anything about it. And I, I really can't. And like that to me says all I need to know about it is that like, it was a fun thing when I played it, but it just, it was a forgettable experience and it was the franchise was just on a downward trend, at least from what I was looking at, which and... they then spent six years on breath of the wild. Yeah. And like, I, to me, that game is what I, it did what I wanted them to do. Yeah, it, yeah. it changed, it changed what Zelda is it, while still keeping like the core of I, what makes it Zelda. I would argue it not only changed Zelda, it changed open world video games. Yeah. And so that's interesting, which yes. makes me curious for where World like Wild 2 is going to be or whatever. But I, I, how many mm-hmm. games were inspired by, you know, Skyward Sword? Yeah, know? exactly. No. <laughs> no one was like, man, this game is just like Skyward Sword, where almost every like open world game you play now, people are saying like, oh, they pulled this from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in that sense, like, yeah, like. And and that's kind of the big thing about Zelda. Zelda has always been an innovator. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only really cool thing I can say about it is that it technically is the first game in the Zelda timeline. And that's that's it. I, I see. Like, get out of here with that stuff. Like, no, no. Like the Zelda timeline is stupid. I'm sorry. No, but Skyward Sword does set it up. So I know, but it's still stupid. I'm sorry. It, sure. They're all individual is. games and individual stories. It, yeah, but I like the idea that uh, Link dies and then that starts the Majora's Mask branch. I, I guess. I guess. Because that's cool. But Nintendo doesn't care about the storylines. Well, hey, they made the their dumb lines. book, so sure. <laughs> they care Some, enough. Someone made that book. <laughs> someone did. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. That's like trying to make a Mario timeline, which I, I think would be much more fun. I, yeah. Or figuring out if Mario is a, is a, a war criminal. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's more important to me. That, that's, Definitely. That's what I need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about Skyward Sword other than I think, it, it I was think a middling Zelda game and that's that's it. I think we're being unfortunately very negative about a game that I think one of our listeners probably likes, and I apologize for that. But like, if you've listened to this, you know I'm not the biggest Zelda guy, and Manny is definitely it sounds like this is manny's least favorite zelda game he's it might like out of all the ones that i have played probably that's accurate just i didn't the play length. the two ds ones but yeah the length was like and so skyward sword was probably right around the time that i started to be like usually i would be the kind of guy who's like oh the longer a game is the better right but this was around the point where there were a lot of games that i felt like at least were just like oh this went on just too long and so, like, when you feel like that, except that it's 15 hours too long, you're like, holy shit, man. Yeah, I I, I and I assume at this point you appreciate a game that's, you know, well edited and tight. Yes, uh, but they can do better than Crossroads. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, that's fine. If you want to make a six hour grant game, I'm all for that. Me, just, too. It just, just has to be a good game or, ju- or charge it appropriately. Yeah. Because I played, um, God, Resident Evil 3, mm-hmm. and I waited till it was on sale. That was a very tight, well-edited you know, edited game. I, I appreciate the fact that it didn't have any fluff, but I also didn't spend $60 on that. So, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, price it accordingly and have it be good, and I'm perfectly fine uh, you know, playing a shorter game. No, yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, if you're what you want to do works and it works in the time limit you were given. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like the one I the one I always think about that people always trash on was Donut County because it's like an hour and a half, two hours long. Right. But you think about what that game was where you control a hole for a Mm -hmm. puzzle. And it's like if that game was like much longer, that isn't fun anymore. Right. Like at a certain point, it's just like, oh, you're just repeating. I'm just doing the same thing over and over. And so it was like to to me, that was fine. And like that game was 20 bucks. Right. Which, you know, then people were like, oh, I think it should have been like five dollars because it was cheaper on mobile or whatever. But I I don't know. I enjoyed my time with that game. And like it was I it was fine. Uh, I'm not going to make a big stink. If like I spend ten dollars a game and it's like, oh, it should have been five. It's just like whatever. Yeah. I that who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um another game I would say is Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I Yes, exactly. Uh, it, they priced it accordingly, and that is that once again, well paced. Um and I have a feeling that... uh the new Spider Man game is gonna be like that. It's gonna Yeah, be... that's what I was gonna say. I assume mm. the Miles Morales game will be that same way. Uh it'll be a little I don't think it'll they'll charge sixty. And then I think it's just going to be it's going to be a lot like probably around the same size as like Second Son, infamous Second Son, where it's just like this open world. But it's a tight, you know, 10, 10 hour open world experience type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I yeah. maybe we're just getting old, Manny, and we just have less time. Uh, I think that's true. Or I am starting to spend my time doing slightly different things than well, like- just coming home and playing video games oh, right, for eight right. hours straight yeah but we just have less time to play video games that's what i meant so. yeah that's which is true um mm-hmm. but i uh, i have nothing else to add here um, no I, I do not either so i think that will do it for us here with this episode of the podcast mm-hmm. um as always the theme song is sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. they're an excellent chiptune band that you should check out and we will be back next week 
Peace out.